Hey, hey, I'm Chris Bradley, and with over 10 years of experience in the music business, I went from struggling singer-songwriter to a six-figure producer with credits including Sony, Miramax, Lincoln, Warner Chapel PM, Rolling Stone Magazine, and USA Network. And this is the Produce Like a Boss podcast, where we discuss the business, mindset, and strategies it takes to go pro as a musician and songwriter by developing and mastering the skill of music production. If you'd like to learn how to produce, please visit our website at producelikeaboss.com slash workwithme for a plethora of free resources and tutorials to help you learn how to start producing your own music today. This is the Produce Like a Boss podcast. Really quick, before we jump into the show, I just want to take a second and thank our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Slate Digital and the All Access Pass. So many people ask me, what's in my tool belt? And what are some of the third-party plugins that I go crazy for? And I don't skip a beat when I say Slate Digital All Access Pass is the cat's pajamas when it comes to producer tools. Now, with this pass, you're going to get access to over $5,000 worth of pro plugins since pro demo sessions in hip-hop, rock, and EDM, and amazing step-by-step walkthroughs with pro producers, easy-to-follow tutorials, and custom samples. And not only that, a lot of their software is modeled off of vintage analog gear that gives your track that pro polish and shine. So head over to producelikeaboss.com slash slate digital and get your first six months for only $9.99 a month. Hey there, friend. Listen, before we get into the episode today, we have a new feature that I'd love to invite you to be a part of. If you visit producelikeaboss.com slash podcast, there is now an option where you can click to send me an audio file. That means you can send me a question. That means you can send me a comment and I may even select it to be live on the show. How freaking cool is that? Also, please don't hesitate to leave us a review. If you are sponging what I'm spilling over here on the P-Lab podcast, podcast, please head over to Apple iTunes and leave a five-star review. This helps us to reach more people. And of course, please send us a screenshot to support at producelikeaboss.com, letting us know you left your review and you will be entered automatically to win a one-on-one business consultation with me. This is where we can go over your music. We can go over your website, whatever you like, boo. Speaking of five-star reviews, I want to take a second and read this one from Allie. It says, in the last two months, I have learned more from Chris's podcasts and YouTube videos than I've learned from years of blindly educating myself. I was overwhelmed trying to figure out music production on my own, but just in the last couple of months, I have formed a plan and a practical approach to taking on a music career, and it's all because of Chris. I will continue to follow her, and I'm so excited. It's like I finally see the light, and I'm not being dramatic, LOL. (laughs) This just makes me so happy. This literally made my day. Thank you so much, Allie. Hey, hey. So today I'm coming at you with an interview with Evan Groves, who's the CEO of Studio Linked. Now I'm going to drop their info in the description of this podcast. I'm not sure if you're familiar with their plugins, but if you're not, holy cow, let me just tell you, this was my secret weapon for years. I no longer have secret weapons because I share all my secret weapons with you guys. (laughs) But when I was just doing the producer thing and trying to keep stuff to myself, Studio Linked is the jam, y'all. Real high quality samples and sounds. They just came out with a new player called this, just called Studio by Studio Linked that is phenomenal. It is subscription based, so it's totally affordable and you can cancel at any time. But you can tell what he was doing was he's like, I want to make like Splice meets Loop Cloud meets Arcade and put it all into this sexy plugin, which he totally accomplished. So that being said, let's jump into the interview and I'll drop Studio Linked links in the description. 
Hey, hey. Okay, so I am so excited to have today's guest on this podcast. Evan Groves is a sound designer, software engineer, and music producer from San Diego, California. Represent San Diego. (laughs) He is the founder of the music tech company Studio Linked, which specializes in developing virtual instruments for hip-hop creators. So Evan has also landed multiple placements, including Warner Brothers and MTV, and he has partnerships with some of hip-hop's top music producers like Scott Storch, Zaytoven, Brian Michael Cox, Mr. Coley Park, Chop Squad DJ, Foreign Tech, OG Parker, and more. Welcome to the show, Evan. Thank you so much for having me, Chris. I'm really honored to be here. Oh, I'm so glad to have you here. I got to say, I've been a big fan of Studio Linked for a long time. In fact, for years, BassX was actually a secret weapon of mine for killer uh, samples and drum samples. So I'm super excited to have you on the show and to finally connect with you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for supporting us. Oh, you got it. You got it. So um, can, can you tell me and my audience a little bit about you and your journey from being a composer, producer to where you are now and how that turned into making software? Okay, sure. Yeah, I come from a musical family. Um, I was always more um, interested in sports, being honest, growing up. Uh, but, uh, you know, if you put a ball in my hand, I was usually going to succeed. Uh, I got a football scholarship to Montana State University, and I was always that guy that was, as soon as I'm done with football practice, I couldn't wait to get back to my dorm room and get in the studio and start making beats. Uh, so, Um, I kind of got named the music man here at Montana State University um, for making, I would make like my hip hop beats and stuff would get played in the stadium uh, at our game. So I'll be out there killing it on the football field and I'm hearing my music played in the stadium, which is pretty cool. That's awesome. um, so I would, I would make our, our uh, mascot was the Bob, was the Bobcats here at Montana state university. So I would make like Bobcat anthems and people would play it at the tailgates. Um, and I would also have like little CDs and I would go dorm to dorm. That's kind of how I made money outside of my scholarship check is I would go dorm to dorm room to room. And I would sell my CDs uh, to people in the dorms. Uh, I'll sell them like $5, $10 a pop. And um, I would do a little, little performances as well. Like, okay, uh, put this in your laptop and I would rap it for them live uh, these songs. So yeah, I was known as the music guy out here. <laughs> uh, wow. But like I said, I come from a musical family. My aunt Lonnie Groves sang background of Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson, um, her big song uh, that a lot of people know her for is uh, she was on Stevie Wonder song. You are the sunshine of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I kind of grew up seeing that and I, it humbled me quick when I get in front of a piano. Cause I, for the longest time, I could not play like melodies and chords and that just killed me uh, in, inside. I'm just so competitive from sports. I was like, man, this music stuff really kicks my butt. So um, I think I kind of got obsessed with, trying to figure out how to play chords and melodies. And I was never the best singer, was never the best rapper. Um, wasn't really good. Or I didn't really master anything in music. Uh, but So the one thing that really drew me uh, was the business side. So I, I never had the best beats, but I always found a way to sell them. And I knew how to kind of talk to my targeted audience 
Um, so I had a lot of fun doing that. And um, in 2009, I, um, I kind of transitioned out of selling beats online. I was selling beats on SoundClick at this time. And I was, I wanted to convert over to the other side of the business. And I built a social network and quickly realized that holy cow, it's a lot harder than I thought. Um, I, that this music site was, um, it was called studiolink.com and it was a social network. It was just like a giant chat room that allowed music producers, artists, graphic designers, uh, managers, everyone to be inside of this chat room. They can listen to great music and they can communicate and network, um, really effortlessly in real time. So, um, I, like I said, I quickly got humbled that this is a lot harder than I thought. Um, I, the site was always g getting uh, crashing, coming down. And to save that website, I built a really, really simple VST plugin and I handed it out for free. It had only like 20 to 25 sounds. It was something corny, like urban workstation or something. I can't remember what I <laughs> named it, but I handed it out there for free. Like, please, thank you so much for hanging in here with our website and all of our problems that we have. And and then um, the feedback was amazing. I was getting so many emails, people saying, hey, you handed this out for free. You should be charging for this. This is great. I love these sounds. Um, so that light bulb went off. I was like, man, instead of dabbling with this uh, social network world, I'm going to start building these VSTs and I'm going to charge like $20. So I built my first uh, one and uh, I think I put it for like, I think I think it was like $24.99 or something like that and sold like 5,000 units. Um, and then I just kept doing that and it became Studio Link. Wow. And and where did the the skill of being able to develop a software plugin like that come from? I mean, that's not random. Did you have a, a partner or? No, I, I actually, there was a software and it still exists today. It's called Maze, uh, but it is a, it's kind of, a, it's a framework for people that do not know how to code. So you could take your samples, bring them in here and you could add a, a, a little simple GUI on them. There's tons oh. of people using them now, but when I first started, there really wasn't many people. And I talked to the founder um, of this maze uh, framework. He actually was working for Apple at this time. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, I started building these little simple maze powered plugins um, and built an empire. Holy smokes. And like, man, like the, the, the quality of these samples is just like, I remember the first time I opened up a, a studio linked plugin, I was like, where has this been? <laughs> like my whole <laughs> life, it was like, come to me. It was amazing. Um, so you have a new product right now that's called studio made by studio linked. I'm curious, like who was like your avatar customer for this? Like, who did you have in mind when you made this product? Well, I've been, I've been for a while um, targeting hip hop producers because uh, that's what I was. Uh, I, when I was in college, um, I was that guy that had to buy the latest and greatest VSTs. I was a kind of a slut for software. I just <laughs> wanted if the latest sounds. Um, and at this, at that time, this was in 2009. Um, I think native instruments was making a little bit of stuff. Uh, but it just seemed like there, there was hip hop or there was software that had the name hip hop on it, but it didn't feel right to me mm -hmm. at the time. So 
I kind of always wanted to market towards people like myself that um, I needed 808s to feel a certain way. I needed the kick and the snare to hit a certain way. And I, um, I, I feel like my targeted, my targeted audience right now with studio is people exactly like myself who are, um, they're, they're just not content with a lot of the samples that are out there. There's, it's a lot of recycled stuff that's been floating around. And um, I wanted something more authentic to the urban genre. Absolutely. And, you know, there's so much crossover now and so much hybriding of the the genres that, I mean, I can just say firsthand, like I produce hip hop, but I don't only produce hip hop. And I've reached a studio link for for multiple genres, you know, for pop and and, and dance and, and, and stuff like that. So this is not just specific to hip hop. I found some really high quality samples in here that I was able to use for multiple genres. So actually, this brings me to my next question. One of my favorite things about studio linked is the quality of the sound. Right. And I would just love to just chat with you about the importance of sure. sound, sound selection in our productions. I think a lot of producers, they just get they get excited. They jump in and they're kind of just reaching for anything, which I think you should do, because I think if you're just trying to get your creativity out and you're not really in that mind set of like, oh, I have to get high quality sounds. No problem. Reach for the nearest thing. But to up level your productions, man, like we need to get we need to start choosing better sounds. Can you speak to that? Yeah, I, I definitely, uh, I remember when I, well, I don't produce as much today as I used to, but when I was producing, um, I would never usually go with the first kick or the snare. I, I, I was always that guy that just, I was fascinated with searching and I love digging through crates and, and finding. And I, I don't know. I just, I, I always, I never would like to go with the first option. I, I was just that guy that was going to, I wanted to just keep searching, keep scrolling on my FL studio until I found that, that perfect kick and that perfect snare combination that uh, really fit into that particular beat that I was creating. Um, with sound design uh, today, I, I don't do a lot of it. Uh, I did when I first started uh, today, we're licensing out a lot of it. I want to bring and I want to create new uh, opportunities for these bedroom producers to start making income. So I like to hire um, guys that were like myself who used to, I used to dabble around with all the oscillators and playing around with different filters and adding different effects to different sounds to get a different character and a different texture. Um, but today I am licensing out about 98% of all of our content. Um, I want to, like I said, I want to create brand new revenue streams for producers like yourself. Um, people that are, are there, you know, it's kind of hard right now to, uh, to sell beats. It's still possible, obviously, uh, but it, that market is pretty saturated today. And I like to try to create some brand new revenue streams for producers. Yeah, absolutely. So um, is it kind of like how, how do producers and musicians get in touch with you that would want to um, provide some samples like vocal samples, drum samples? Yeah, a lot of people are reaching out um, just via Instagram. They'll just send me a DM. Hey, I love studio. Can I be one of your vendors? Uh, I, I can sing and then we'll work out some kind of a deal and I'll check out their samples uh, if I like what I hear. And I think it would really fit our audience and our audience would you know like it. Um, I'll work out some kind of a royalty with them or a flat out fee, whatever. It, each of these vendors... Um, 
everybody likes to do things a little differently. Some people are in it for a royalty and will work out some kind of a monthly or annual uh, royalty fee for the light for licensing that content um, or other people just like a, a big fat, you know, flat fee and we pay them. It's cut like a complete buyout. Um, yeah. We've done it both ways, but um, like either way, I just love. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I, I didn't, I didn't even realize that you were um, still like accepting, you know, submissions from people. Do you feel like you get flooded a lot with those? Like, is there a lot of people reaching out that want to be a part of that? Oh, absolutely. And I just want the whole like tagline for studio is sounds of the culture. And I want it. I want to be in the trench. I want to be that CEO that's in the trenches with producers. I want to be right there. And, and I because I was a producer at one time. So I understand what producers are going through. Um, and I want all the sounds inside a studio to come from the culture. I want to work with every single talented sound designer that's out there in the industry. There's so many amazing loop creators that can make loops like 10 times better than I ever could. Um, and then also like I'm getting older and man, music stays young. So I, man, there's so many new trends that pop up that I'm not even aware of. And I gotta, I gotta tap in with the youth now. Yeah. These kids are keeping us young, right? <laughs> oh man. There's, keep, there's keep, always keep, a little something that pops up and keeping us yeah. on our toes. I love it. It's crazy. So, yeah, I mean, speaking of that, like, you know, you're talking about how, like, you know, you're working with people that are making incredible sounding samples and loops and, you know, stuff that far exceeds even like maybe what you were able to do at one point. You know, I think it's really great that we have all these tools like available at our fingertips to be able to say, I'm going to create art with pieces of art and that's okay. Like, I don't need to be able to do everything. Yes. I can reach for a loop. I can reach for, you know, I don't have to make my own drugs and everything from scratch, right? But there is also kind of the the issue that we're running into with, you know, so many people with the doors being open as wide as it is with people dabbling into the same sample packs and kind of, you know, whether it's a copyright strike or just the fact, you know, or the, the YouTube content ID thing, or just the fact that you have a song that might sound like somebody else's. My question to you is like, what are your thoughts on using melodic loops without repurposing? Without repurposing? Just using them as is. Now, are they are they adding kicks and snares around that? Oh yes, of course. I mean that they I, that yeah. they're hearing. Yes, yes, I mean just using them in their, in their productions, okay. but without repurposing the melodic loop. And I don't mean like a one shot. I mean like a memorable melody. Um, what are your What are your thoughts on 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 using those as part of your productions? You know, I'm I'm real split on on that. That that's a topic. Um, I know a lot of people have. It's starting to it's starting to like really come out. Um, yeah, I, I, as a producer, like thinking as a producer, I wouldn't want anybody else to sound like me and my signature sound. So I totally get that side. Uh, but I'm also for like, I want the art to get out there. And I, so I'm always trying to, uh, encourage people to not just, um, I, I want them to create, I want them to, to push it out there, however it is, um, so, yeah, I don't, you know, honestly, Chris, that's a tough, tough one. It really I, is. I, and I, I don't even know how I really feel on that. Yeah. It's so tough. It, 
It is a tough one. And I love to just ask all producers, like when I, when I have conversations with them, because I mean, on one hand, and I feel the same way, especially with my audience, a lot of my audience, they're songwriters and they they might be afraid to start, or they're just getting started. And the last thing we need to do is give them any more reason to go, well, oh gosh, now I got to do that. Okay. I can't do this. It's like, no, like use all these tools, jump in and like have fun. I, I think the repurposing thing is more of a next level thing when you're more comfortable in the DAW and it actually becomes more fun for you to go listen to a loop and, and rather than go, Oh, that inspires me. Let me build a track to it to go. Ooh, that sounds like this, but what could it sound like if I could manipulate it? And if that doesn't excite you yet, and that overwhelms yes. you, then it's probably not time for you to do that. And that's okay. Or it is time to use a plugin or something else that repurposes it for you, which is the next question I have is yeah. like, you know, instead of somebody having to manipulate their own audio or use, you know, um, an external plugin, does the studio linked player have, um, repurposing abilities within the app like you would pick a melody and then maybe layer on something or be able to uh, yes or use a template that goes like chop this into eighth notes or chop this into a four on the floor or something like that that helps you to repurpose yes and we're still in version 1.0 uh but in this version you can uh, you could reverse any sample um you can pitch any sample up or down you can time stretch um, you can crossfade. You can chop up samples inside of the inside of the plugin. Um, That's awesome. So yeah, you there is some manipulation. We have some exciting stuff. I can't share it just yet, uh, yeah. but we do have some uh, really cool manipu- manipulation tools that are coming. Uh, but with that, there is uh, built-in halftime. I know people love halftime. Yeah. Um, so you could slow up speed up um, any any sample that's inside a studio right now. But oh, with your last question, I did want to, um, that you were answering about the, um, I think it was like how I feel about uh, people using melodic loops. As a producer, I was that guy that was, I would try to emulate like Timberland's sounds. I, I would try to make, like recreate songs Um, Like him, I would try to recreate songs like Pharrell and um, any of the major producers at that time when I was producing. I feel like that is a great way to start really understanding how to to build tracks uh, as like listen to the radio and try to recreate those those hits. Uh, And then you could find your own lane after that. But I, I always think it's, it's always great to mimic and emulate, um, successful songs. Um, and once you understand that you can start, you know, you know, the recipe now, once you know the recipe, you can start adding your own new spices to your gumbo. So that's, um, I, I, I totally am for people using, uh, what's already out there. There's so many amazing loop creators out there that can make stuff way better than any of us. Honestly, there's, there's, there's drummers that make amazing fills that I never could play. I'm just not coordinated enough to ever be able to play that. And it's so awesome today with technology that we could take that drum fill and manipulate it if we want to, or you could just bring it in straight, just exactly how it is. Um, I, I just am not for people just taking credit for somebody else's work. Uh, I'm definitely not for that at all. But yeah, I I definitely am like you. I don't want to create any limitations on creatives. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think there's like kind of a difference between like using a, a drum loop and then, you know, melodic loop is what people are going to remember. That's just how human like ears, yeah. like, you know, we remember melodies. Right. So I think that's the thing that is just causing, you know, Yes, it's causing unnecessary drama. You know what I mean? Like just it's like if people are reaching into the same sample yeah. packs and now all of a sudden somebody's getting a content ID strike on YouTube and somebody's getting sued, you know, saying, hey, you stole my song. And it's like, no, you both just use the same sample. Calm down, you know, and yes. I think it's just you know, exactly. The, I think these things weren't as, as accessible, you know, like people like you had to be a producer, you had to have a commercial studio. And as the, the, the you know, the gates are kind of being opened and, and, and the, the, the access point is a little more accessible, uh, you know, and then you've got sites like Splice opening up, we've got Studio Link, we've got Loop Masters, you know, there's a lot of people grabbing the same stuff, right? Yes. So Absolutely. It, it's just a matter of like, you know, finding like your, your originality with it, however you can, but also like not letting that stop you from starting. Right. Absolutely. So yeah. like, can, can you give us a breakdown of what studio by studio linked is? Tell us about the plugin, what it does, how it works. Okay. So, um, studio is a massive project for me. It's a cloud-based virtual instrument slash loop player, um, for music producers. It is targeted around, the hip hop genre. So you'll find a lot of content in there for trap or uh, for hip hop, but um, I am like incorporating uh, other genres into it. So you'll see there's stuff for pop, there's EDM, there's country. Um, just like you're saying, there's there's so many hybrids where people like, okay, I, I wanna make a, I want a country guitar, but I want, you know, some trap drums to go with it. So we are kind of catering trying to cater to all eventually. Uh, but right now, majority of the content it, that we're licensing is hip hop base. Um, but the plugin, uh, you're able to layer up to four, you have four different layers uh, and there's different colors for those layers. You'll see them on the right-hand side. Um, it's kind of like a splice, contact, omnisphere, uh, arcade, all in one. I, I love all of those softwares. So I kind of, when I was developing this was like, I want to take my favorite attributes from all of my favorite plugins and build just this one all-in-one plugin. Um, where it's heading uh, is really, really special because with Studio, the, my whole idea was to kind of just make things as easy as possible for, for producers. Right now, we have so many different options. It could kind of get overwhelming when you're making a beat and you're looking for the right sound. You're like, shoot, did I hear that? Was that in Silent One? Was that in Omnisphere? Was that in Nexus? I can't remember what, maybe that was in, no, that was in Contact. So uh, I wanted to make one plugin that you could find all of your, your favorite sounds inside. Um, we'll also add uh, VST import capabilities into the plugin. So you'll be able to layer like Omnisphere, Nexus, Contact, and your built-in studio content all in one inside of that studio plugin. So you'll never have to really leave that plugin um, here in the near future. So um, that's where we're heading with it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a monster of a project. I've I didn't realize it took me two years to develop this, being honest. And most plugins that we've created uh, prior to this one, um, they took probably like four to five months uh, to develop. This one's taken 
two year, two and a half years, actually. Um, so it's a monster. You're able to, um, it has time stretching capabilities built into it. You can crossfade. Um, you can import any one shot into it and you can uh, turn it into a playable instrument by stretching it out across all of its zones and octaves. So it has all its own built-in sounds, but it's also a sampler where you can just pull in anything from your own sample library as well. You can't you can't bring in your own samples just yet. That okay. is that's where we're heading uh, right it. now in version 1.0. We kind of wanted to not allow people to go outside the plugin. We wanted you to get kind of used to you know seeing and playing inside of the plugin as much as possible. Uh, but that is where it's heading. It will allow you to import and samples, and you could drag out MIDI eventually. Uh, but yeah. Right now, we locked it all in so that people are forced to learn the plugin. Um, oh, in absolutely! This first version, absolutely, and and it's and it's awesome. I think I just misunderstood what you said there. Sorry, we getting little freezes up here and there with the internet connection, so um, I misunderstood you. But no, it it really is a beast. It's it's great, and it's like and, and can we just talk about like how sexy it is? Like it just it, it's gorgeous. Like it's a gorgeous uh, like skin <laughs> and interface as well. But also, I, mean, I can just tell that you made this to simplify, and that's one of the things that's really like drawing me even further into the brand of Studio Linked is like how how much you've simplified it for producers so that it's it's easy to navigate it's easy to use it's easy to understand there's not, it's not over it's not over complicated and i just love that so thank you for the work you put into this so far because it's really that, great if this is version one i can't even like wait to see where it's going to go from here that's kind of always been the studio link way honestly chris when i i was giving you a little backstory my first plug-in um it was trap boom workstation um and with that plugin, we had a swag knob that was on it. And it all that swag knob was, was <laughs> Glide. But um, I wanted to try to keep things as simple as possible and, and, and try to cut away from all of the, the heavy terminology and stuff like that. And uh, when you start using oscillators and you got a hundred different knobs on a plugin, that could be super overwhelming for someone who's, you know, opening it for the first time. Uh, I kind of, with the Studio Link way is to try to keep things as user-friendly as possible. So uh, you could get straight into creating. That's, that's always been my goal is to help you get from A to Z as quick as possible. I love that. I love that. That's one of my favorite things about what you're doing. So thank you so much. So I have one more question here for you. What advice sure. would you, well, what advice would you give new producers who don't have a lot of money to spend on software and equipment and they're feeling like, like this is unachievable for them? You know, they feel overwhelmed to start. What advice would you give them? That you live in the perfect day um, right now. Uh, there's so many uh, affordable options today. Um, I know that subscriptions kind of could scare some people, uh, but guys, I remember the day I lived in the days where uh, I had to pay like $1,300 for a motif rack and <laughs> you had to pay, you know, $3,000 sometimes for a Roland Phantom brand new. Um, so today, now you could find all of the sounds that are in a motif, all the sounds that are in a Roland Phantom are now in software and you can access that software for as little as $9 and 99 cents a month. So I, I think if you're like on a small budget and you're looking to create beats today, uh, there's no better time to do it than right now. Hell yeah, absolutely. That would actually be the same, the same answer I would have. I'm like, man, this is more 
achievable than it's ever been. It's more affordable. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's just incredible. So how can people find you? How can they find um, this new product studio by studio linked? Okay. So you could find studio by studio linked um, at studiolink.com or we have a dedicated website just for the subscription. Um, it's studioplugin.us. Um, I'm still running the IGs and the uh, social networks. I, I just promised myself, no matter how big this company ever got, I wanted to be that, that guy that still was never too big to answer the calls. Um, so you could, you could contact us um, on our phone number on our website. Um, you could find me on Instagram, um, anywhere. You just type in studio link and you're going to find me. Heck yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show today and for, for sharing like your knowledge and, and for creating such a wonderful product. Chris, thank you so much for creating this awesome platform. And it's amazing. I love your brand. I love what you're doing. Uh, keep kicking butt and keep being a boss. <laughs> Thanks so much. So I hope you got a lot of value out of today's episode. I certainly had a blast sitting down with Evan. He's such a cool guy. And it was so cool to hear his story and how he came to creating this wonderful plugin. Like I said, I'm going to drop all the info about Studio Linked in the description and uh, check it out and let me know what you think. Um, I'm really having fun playing with it. Uh, I just put out a new course called Beat Making for Songwriters, and I use that plugin in the course as well. And so I'd love to hear what you think about it. Anyways, I'm going to take us out with one of my songs. This is a song I did in partnership with my former trip hop trio side trip. Mm -hmm.